Hi guys, and welcome to the Spring and Equestrian podcast. My name's Jess. I'm a professional rider and trainer in Ontario, Canada, and I hope you're having a great day. I'm excited to bring you guys season three. Don't forget to subscribe and comment as it helps people like you find the podcast. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Spring and Equestrian podcast. I hope that you're having an awesome Monday, um, and I just wanted to thank you guys. There's been a lot of new viewership, not viewership, listenership, I guess, for the podcast, and if you are new here, welcome. I hope that I can bring some sort of fun little pep to your Monday um, having to do with horses, if especially you're not able to go to the barn today. So anyways, I just wanted to say hi and um, let you guys know that on February 14th, which is next Sunday, I'm launching my uh, cozy collection for Spring Equestrian. I'm super excited. I've been working so hard on it and I can't wait for you guys to see it. So head on over to the Spring and Eck website if you want to sign up to be on our email list because I'm going to be sending out discount codes and sneak peeks and all that stuff this week. So this is the last week to get it. Um, and I wanted to thank those of you who have already subscribed because you guys are awesome. Um, and I also just finished our 10-day horse in mind program with um, a couple of riders that signed up for the program. It was a virtual coaching program and we developed a bunch of exercises to help them with their horses. Um, and I also, also did some audio for those uh, ladies and I wanted to just put it here because I felt like our last day audio was great. It was applicable to everyone and it had to do with mindset. Um, so I'm going to just plug it in here for today's episode so you guys can take a listen and hopefully take something away from it. If you hear me talking about like, I want you to give me these goals by the end of the day or the week, or I want you to fill up this survey, whatever it may be, I'm just talking to those um, ladies in the program. But other than that, uh, yeah, it really focused on mindset and as a rider, how we can overcome certain things in terms of our emotions and even um, other kinds of blocks. So I thought it would be really helpful. And I like the episode and I'm going to plug it in right here right now. Um, and yeah, you guys have an awesome Monday and I'll talk to you soon. Next point I wanted to give to you guys is to try to avoid aggressively multitasking. As riders, of course, there's like a hundred things going on at once. Um, and a lot of the times we miss a lot of things because of that. But when you're riding around on your own and you're not with a coach, I think one of the greatest things that has helped me focus more in my rides and avoid distraction is to pick out one thing I want to make sure I'm concentrating on and focus on that for a certain amount of time and then move on to something else opposed to trying to do all of the things at once um, because that can be get become really difficult and also distracting, but it takes away from your ride as well. Um, not only in the show ring, but at home when you're trying to accomplish something, if you're trying to catch a bazillion things at once. And I even think this was mentioned in some of the exercises that I sent out um, today was just, you know, we're going to put this element and this element and this element aside and worry about something else. So doing that in your own rides to avoid overly multitasking is going to help you focus and hopefully help you achieve the the big goal. You know, it's never going to be perfect. Let that go. Get the big thing that you want, move on and pick nitpick down the line as you go and focus on those things individually. So the next thing is um, building resilience. I think it's really important as writers that we understand that 
you know, one bad ride isn't going to define us. It doesn't even define us as a rider. It doesn't define our horse as a bad horse when they have a bad day. So remembering that and trying to have some compassion for you and yourself and also have some for your horse on those days, because I think we can get really easily frustrated and feel like we've shot backwards when really it's just a matter of moving on, letting it go and starting over the next day. So hopefully mentally you can build resilience to those bad moments and not let them knock your confidence. Remind yourself that internally when those things happen, because it's going to help you over time build that muscle and hopefully you won't have to consciously think about it for a long time. Um, The other thing that kind of leads into that is managing your emotions. I definitely will admit that I am you know, I'm, I'm working on this. I can easily get frustrated. I find that my sometimes subconscious feelings and, and my subconscious mood can really affect my ride consciously. And I don't even notice that it's happening. So, um, when we have horses that are very sensitive, like most of your horses and very hot and excited, a lot of our own emotions and the feelings that we have when we're riding and the way that we're easily angered or easily frustrated um, or easily kind of changed in our mood can also affect our horse. And, you know, there's been times in my life where I didn't believe that that was true, that they weren't that intuitive. But for me, it is 100% I've seen it, you know, with my own clients and my own students and their horses a hundred times over. And especially, um, you know, good examples of this is me riding a horse for someone and then putting a nervous rider on. Like the horse can completely feel that nervous tension or upset or frustration, whatever it may be, right through the saddle and it changes completely. So that's what makes them so cool, but also so challenging, right? And it's important that we learn how to manage our emotions so that we can be the best possible rider in that moment. Um, Another note for that is to celebrate your small achievements. If you just get on and you make yourself one small achievable specific goal that's realistic for you that day, that's what you need to focus on. We don't need to have these huge, like, I'm going to do this exercise and I'm going to accomplish this, that, and this. I want them to be supple in the trot, bending and moving off my leg, taking my contact properly, be focused the entire ride. I mean, we could go on forever. Pick one thing, one thing that you're going to accomplish and be happy and celebrate and rewarding your horse for that accomplishment each ride. It's important. My other point is not to judge yourself. We get really, I mean, the sport itself is inherently judgmental, right? So we end up looking at everything with our horses and other riders and other horses and everyone with a subjective lens just because of the the sport itself. That's how it is. Um, So I like to be more mechanical in my thought, tactical in my thought, opposed to judgmental. How can I analyze what went wrong? How can I analyze what's happening right now? Why is it happening? Um, And that leads into another point that I have is asking why and not just asking your coach why something's happening or asking someone else why something's happening, but internally like, okay, this is the struggle I'm having. I'm going to walk for a second. Why is this happening? What is going on? And really thinking about the process and the manipulation and what you're doing with your horse that might just be triggering them. What is going on? Thinking about why and questioning things yourself because you're going to learn to identify those problems more as a rider 
on your own. And that's essentially what we all want to do. We all want to be as self-sufficient as possible. Of course, everyone is always going to need a coach on the ground. And, and that's just a matter of how the sport is. But at the same time, you want to be the most efficient rider you can. When you're on your own, ask why. Ask yourself why something's happening. Um, and of course, there's two things that I wanted to mention to finish this off. One is improve your plan. So I'm trying to think of a really good example for this. One of them would be, I know that a lot of riders struggle with seeing distances. This is a thing, <laughs> having many, many clients and, and just talking to riders in general. You guys really struggle and also hold a bunch of anxiety over seeing distances. So what I would say in terms of this note of it, trying to integrate this into your ride and your your plan is, okay, why do you struggle with that? Figure out exactly what the problem is. You know, most likely, always, <laughs> um, it's in your turn and your rhythm. It's It has nothing to do with where the jump is, okay? The jump can be anywhere. It can be on Mars, but the distance doesn't matter unless you have a good, correct turn and a good, correct rhythm. So improving the plan in this sense and applying it to the situation would be practicing your turns, practicing your momentum and your tempo, practicing your horse being consistent. Maybe they're not being consistent because you turn the corner, you panic, and you start shortening your reins. I have tons of riders that do that. Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know where the distance is. I'm going to start picking up my reins. That might be changing the way that your horse is moving. So improving the plan, which is way back in the corner, so that you're more likely to set yourself and your horse up for success. And this can be applied to anything. I mean, you can get creative with it. But I really think, like, for instance, you're teaching a horse to do lead changes. I get this all the time. You know, you could run across the diagonal, throw your weight around, kick them into your hand really hard and, and hope that you get a lead change, but that's not how you're going to set yourself up for success. That would maybe be first doing really simple changes across the diagonal, doing some transitions across the diagonal or wherever it is that you're teaching them to do a lead change. Maybe then adding in a pole so that they have to lift their hind end and get them ready for that. Start giving them a cue so they understand what they're trying to follow as they go across the diagonal and then over time building them up. So improving the plan would be something like that. Building the horse up so that when you try to do something, it's more likely that you're going to be successful and you're being really realistic with those goals. And I think that a lot of the times we just try to cut and cheat and we think that the horse just might, just might understand and we get really easily frustrated when they don't. So improving your plan with everything that you do in your ride, including like you know, you, you have an approach to a fence and your horse always runs. Okay, let's put a landing rail on the back of the fence. Let's make the fence smaller. Let's do some transitions. Let's make them trot in front of the fence if they start running. You know, things like that. How are we going to teach them what we want in a really clear way? Um, and then the last thing that I just want you guys to keep in mind, I'm trying not to make this too long, but I feel like this is really great you know, valuable mindset stuff that you can imply. <laughs> I was going to say implement and apply that you can imply in your rights. Um, you know, and the last thing is that remembering that things are fluid. And I know this sounds very weird, but 
you know, your position, the motion, the carriage of the horse, everything is fluid and just in moments. So you're never going to go, okay, all of a sudden I've got my perfect position and I'm going to hold it and you're going to stay there forever. That's, that's not how riding works, right? You're just in moments and every couple of moments that you have, you are making decisions, adjustments, changes, very slight ones that are going to set the next couple of steps, the next couple of strides up for success. So in remembering that, um, when you make a mistake, when your horse is doing something really frustrated, send your mind forward. When I'm like five strides, like where am I going to be in five strides? What am I going to be doing here? What do I do to get them there? Try not to think like, oh, this is so frustrating and they're not listening and I'm stuck here because at the end of the day, nothing is fixed. Your position isn't fixed. It shouldn't be. You should be moving. You should be moving. You should be making slight changes. Your horse is moving. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> um, unless you guys are standing there perfectly still, then this does not apply. But you know what I mean? Whether you're doing a course in the jumper ring or the hunter ring, or you're doing a hat class or whatever it is that you're doing, you're tra- training at home, everything is in motion. And there, you can trick yourself into not getting stuck in a present moment. You screw up hard on a distance. It's ugly. Forget it. What are you doing now? How are you getting yourself back in position? Like move on. I have lots of, lots of clients and I just don't know what, you know, this is a great example is that they look back, they look, they rub a rail, they look back, someone's close up and their horse reacts. They look back. Don't look back. Keep moving forward. Okay. Your horse is moving forward. You are always moving forward. You guys are in motion forward. So don't worry about what happens. There is nothing you can do other than prepare yourself for the next couple of strides ahead of you. So it's actually, it's great. It's a nice metaphor for, you know, life too with riding. And <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop it here because I'm getting philosophical. But I hope that these are helpful tips for you guys. I'm going to run them through again. Stop multitasking. Build resilience. Manage your emotions. Celebrate small achievements. Do not judge yourself. Ask why. Improve the plan. And the last thing is remember that things are fluid. So, Okay, that is all for today. I hope that you guys got something from that and can use it with your mindset or mental blocks with writing. Um, Just a reminder, head on over to the Spring and Echo website and subscribe to be on our email list because you will be sent discount codes and updates. And thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be on with something new next Monday. Have a great day.